So we are so excited. We are here. We are the Hallmarkies podcast and we are here to talk about the latest Hallmark Christmas movies. And I'm Rachel and Amber's here. Hi, everybody. Um, we are, we're so excited to talk about these films. And we have four on our slate uh, for today's podcast. And how did you feel about this weekend in general, these four films? Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't my favorite of the weekends mm-hmm. that we've had, but I, I really liked it. They were all pretty good. Yeah, I actually liked all four of these films. One I liked a lot. Um, the other two were solid, and uh, one was better than I expected. So there you go. So let's just start with uh, the first film of the weekend. We had Christmas in Evergreen, and this basically is our classic. Everything about this movie seems just classic Hallmark movie to me. And uh, it's, it's sort of our classic story of the person who wants to leave the magical town, but can't. You know, it kind of reminded me of like Matchmaker Santa in that way, or, you know, Christmas Detour, one of these kind of classic Hallmark movies. And basically Ashley Williams plays this veterinarian. She has this long distance relationship and she's gonna move to Washington DC to get free from the small town. Of course we know that that's a terrible idea to move to the city. <laughs> Yeah, what is she trying to do? Get into real estate or something? <laughs> yeah. And so she uh, she tries, and there's just all these delays, and uh, she ends up meeting a guy played by Teddy Sears and uh, his daughter, and they have this magical snow globe, which is one of our first – it has been a low season of Christmas magic. Yeah, and this season was this season is garbage because there's hardly any magic. Yeah. Except for this weekend, it was. I mean, all four of them kind of featured Christmas magic. Really? This was magic weekend. We even had. Magic I mean, they talked about a Christmas miracle happening in Holly Lodge, and the other ones were straight yeah. up pure magic. Right. I mean, angels right. are magic. Right. Yeah, we even had magic <laughs> in one of the titles. It's pretty exciting. So yeah, there's this magic snow globe. She. Uh, the, the, the dad wants to go to Florida for Christmas so they can like escape their problems because the wife had died or whatever. And, uh, you know, that that's also a terrible idea to be in the warm weather for Christmas. (laughs) What is this madness? Yeah. Um, (laughs) unless you win a last minute trip to a sunny place in some sort of lottery you didn't enter, don't go to Florida for Christmas or Cabo. I mean, come on. You only go when Santa Claus tricks you into going to Florida. Right. So anyway, so she, but the little girl wants to stay in uh, the town, in the town of Evergreen. And I forgot to say that, so this whole thing of Evergreen was all based on the artwork of this Hallmark artist named Jeff Greenleaf. And it was really cool on uh, Home and Family. They like, they went to his studio and like talked about all of his different paintings and stuff. So it was, it was kind of cool. Like they showed like the painting and then like, it was almost like going inside the painting. And uh, so that was neat. It was kind of a Thomas Kincaidian kind of feel to it, I guess. And so anyway, uh, they end up just having one delay after another delay. Yeah. And um, back to what you were saying about that artist guy, this whole movie was just like, Every single shot just looked like it was a postcard or a picture. Um, It was so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, her truck, could her truck have been any more (laughs) idyllic? 
for Pete's sake. Yeah, it really was so much. And uh, one of my favorite things about this movie is that I felt like they were finally kind of, it was a little bit of a sort of a self-aware jab at the, uh, the Hallmark festivals because you had uh, Holly Robinson Pete who's taking over for Ashley Williams as the festival director. And she's like going completely nuts. Like she's just so stressed out. About this. And I feel like, I don't know. I just thought it was really funny. Like, the, the way they're kind of playing up on that. And, uh, and I actually thought this script was pretty funny. I laughed quite a bit. And I, I, I thought she did a good job. And she said that on Home and Family, she was like, yeah, I kind of turned into a festival zilla. I was like, that <laughs> is a great new term that we can have. So I'm looking forward to festival zilla in July yeah. coming to the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, that needs to be a thing, I think. <laughs> So, yeah, I thought she was good. And you had Barbara Niven, who wasn't in it quite as much as I would have liked. I could um, always stand for more Barbara Niven. Yeah. <laughs> she was sweet, though. She was good. And I, I, was, I loved Ashley Williams in this. For the most part, I like her. I didn't really like Love on a Land, but everyone has their misses. Um, but I, was, I, I read on her Twitter, I wanted to read this, this quote that she tweeted out. And she said, she says, I showed up to the set of Christmas in Evergreen with a three and a half month old. Literally, he was often just out of the frame. I fed that kid every three hours myself while shooting Christmas in Evergreen. And I'm so grateful and proud to work with Hallmark who supports new moms. And I just wanted to share that because I think it just seems like every day, all you hear about is how horrible women are treated, you know, and how they're harassed and bothered and belittled and blah 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 and I just thought this was so refreshing and I just am so like if I'm going to devote so much of my time in life to a company I'm just kind of glad that like it's a company that's treating their people but their women so well and I thought that was really cool it's kind yeah. of a side um <laughs> and it was so funny so we retweeted the we, uh, Hallmark Channel retweeted I mean our podcast retweeted that her tweet yeah. we liked it and my dad all weekend was like, is that the, the, is this the woman who was able to take care of her kid on set? <laughs> like, he just like was super invested in the fact that they allowed her to do it. So it was yeah. really funny that you yeah. brought up how uh, interested you were in this because yeah. my dad was just like really proud of them. And he, he was, he's apparently a champion of this. So. Yeah. That's how I felt too. I was just like, I'm so proud to be a Hallmark fan because I, I mean, recently Disney has, has not been, uh, my other love Disney has been having some problems. And so it's just been rough <laughs> the last couple of months. And, uh, so this just made me happy that she, she tweeted that. And so thank you Hallmark for, for doing this and we appreciate it anyway, that's an aside, but I thought that Ashley Williams was good in this and, uh, you know, she was warm and, and this, I guess the downside to this is this is extremely predictable. So if you have like a problem with that, then that's going to be a problem. But like, to me, I just thought it was really charming and I enjoyed it. And I thought it was, I thought it was charming. And I liked, uh, Teddy Sears and Ashley Williams together, that they were pretty good. And I felt bad for Marcus Rosner. Who's like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. I need to just, so I love Marcus Rosner. Poor guy. Um, when I was watching this, this was the saddest breakup. I put this on the Twitter and I mean it. It was the saddest breakup for the wrong guy that I have ever seen in a Hallmark yeah. movie. 
I was devastated for him. Like, I, I'm pretty sure... I mean, apparently, I just want sequels for all the people who don't get married at the end of the movie. So, I was a sequel for Spencer, because, I mean, what was his, his uh, crime? Living in a big city? Like, okay, what a jerk. <laughs> he wasn't even a jerk. No, he wasn't. He literally was like, let me cash in a favor so I can come be with you for Christmas. Yeah, you even took a hel- helicopter flight. I love him. Obviously, I don't love him as much as I love the mayor, Ezra, but I still loved him. Because the mayor is very concerned about this whole festival thing happening. The mayor is um, (laughs) the best. He is the glue that kept this thing together, all of it, the whole town. Uh, I I love him. Yeah. So, yeah, it it was very entertaining. It was a really nice ensemble. And we had given this a diamond ring in our preview. I forgot to say that. Both of us. Yes. Both of us gave it diamond rings. Yes. And so in the end, I gave this, I can actually definitely imagine watching this again. I, if it was a good price, I'd even buy it on DVD. I really enjoyed it. Uh, So I'm going to give this one three, three and a half crowns. Oh, Okay. See, I keep always, I always think, oh, I'm going to be such a jerk and you're never going to believe how low I have this ranked. And I ended up giving it 3.25 crowns, which is pretty, pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. I I liked it a lot. I wasn't, I wasn't at all, I don't know. I just, uh, it got really docked because it made me love and feel so bad for Spencer. And then they didn't, they didn't do anything for him. Yeah, yeah, you're really gonna invest on those characters, but like, he it is it is he needs to get be the leading man just once. I mean, I guess he was the the groom technically in Harvest Wedding, but like, he, we saw him for ten seconds I know, I know. at Harvest Wedding. And he was the bad kind of not bad guy in One Calls the Heart, but like the not the right guy. Yeah, the in wrong calls guy. The heart. Yeah, Charles, and I, uh, <laughs> he is so good. Yeah. And they need to give him one of those things. Yeah. Otherwise, you gotta cute. write him. Like, he's a good-looking guy. Him. Yeah, but he he can be a good guy in Twelve Men and a Little Baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're 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 developing our own uh, <laughs> Twelve Men of Christmas, but with Hallmark Hallmark uh, guys. <laughs> and it's just gonna be uh, basically a way that I can get all my people who I feel are slighted into it. So. <laughs> Be prepared to be at like at least nine mayors are going to be in this. <laughs> so my ranking, I have this at number nineteen. I have it just after Harvest Love, and I have it just before um, one that I will talk about at a later <laughs> later in the show. Um, so this one is uh, Christmas in Angel Falls, and so this is our guardian angel kind of uh, movie where Rachel Boston is this angel named Gabby, and Bo Bridges is her like handler angel handler yeah. and she gets sent down to angel falls which has lost its christmas spirit and she she's she's gotten into trouble as an angel and she because she oversteps like she she the, the big message in this movie was free will you can't take away people's free will and because she wants people to be in love so much that she puts them in situations where they're going to find each other or whatever and so they they kind of give her sort of this this big special assignment of this town and so she becomes the the uh, christmas volunteer coordinator <laughs> at this church and so she seeks to help all of the town 
uh, with Christmas and including our hunky fireman slash hardware store owner slash handyman. <laughs> slash only man in the town. <laughs> Played by Paul Green. And I really loved this movie. I thought it was basically perfect. I thought it was, I just, I just loved it. I loved everything about it. I love Rachel Boston in this. Of course, she's been in a bunch uh, before, but I, I just thought she was so lovely and so warm. And I thought her and Paul Green had such great chemistry. And I loved how she was just like, I don't know, just like twirling and magical. And I just bought it. I bought everything this movie was trying to sell me. I loved Bo Bridges in it. I loved everyone in the town. I thought that they were great. I and mean, there were some cheesy moments like with the Christmas webpage and some stuff like that, but I don't know. I loved the music. I loved uh, the, I thought the ending was perfect. I loved the ending. She, she, uh, <laughs> she goes kind of back and forth and she, between being with Paul Green and being with Bo Bridges and uh, she, she's just whispering to him, I, you know, I love you. And, and then that takes her to the Bo Bridges and, and uh, they have this conversation and she realizes, well, what about my free will? And it's like, oh. and, uh, and then she ends up going back and I don't know. I just, I just loved it. I thought it was so great. And so there we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, obviously Rachel Boston is an angel and yeah. so, so great. Um, I really loved their costuming choices that they made for her in this movie yeah. record. Um, she was wonderful. Um, I took strong issue with their point. I call it, I say poinsettia uh -huh. and always have my whole life, but they just say poinsettia. So I'm just going to go with poinsettia and jump on that train. Okay. Um, with the abundance of poinsettias and how very clearly they were getting these plastic poinsettias from a nursery. I mean, if you're going to have it come from a nursery and make a point of being like, oh, this smells so great. I love this. Couldn't you at least try to get a more realistic looking fake poinsettia? It drove me bonkers. <laughs> All right. Fair I, enough. I, it, it, I it didn't notice that. <laughs> took me completely out of it. Really? I was just, okay. Yeah. I was just, every time I saw those poinsettias, I was like, oh, I hate them. And there were like four billion of them on set. Okay. Like, um, yeah, I, I thought they did have good chemistry. Um, it was it was good. It was really cute. Um, yeah, I, I loved the scene when they were dancing, like when the community center is open. Oh, yeah. And it she was, said, impromptu Christmas dance. And yeah, then, it was so good. And I loved when she was trying to convince him to re re renovate the, the center. And I, I put on Twitter, I was like, you're not going to win this argument. Just stop now. <laughs> like, this is not going to and uh, I don't know. I, I just, I just loved it. I thought it was so good. It made me really happy. It was really cute. And I especially loved the ending. I just thought the ending was perfection. I loved the ending. And I might have watched it like the ending, just the ending, like many times <laughs> since then, because I thought it was so good. And so I gave this a perfect score. I loved it. I thought it was perfect. And I have it ranked number one number one <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's my favorite i just loved it so there you go cool um i 
I don't know if we said this already, but we both gave them diamond rings. Yes, yes, sorry. Huge expectations for it. And I guess I should never have huge expectations because it just, it ruins everything. (laughs) Um, But I ended up giving this a 3.75 which sounds really harsh, but it's actually pretty high, you guys. Um, but I, I don't know. I like, I really enjoyed it. I just couldn't, I didn't fall in love with it. It was like, it was the Spencer where it was perfectly fine and there was nothing wrong with it. But I was just like, um, I'll pick this other guy. I'll pick this other movie. I don't know. I just, I liked it and I, but I'm not in love with it as it were. Fair Um, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So I don't Um, know. It just, I expected to love it. I expected to be, and I loved parts of it and other parts of it. I just, I don't know. Didn't. Well, I think you tend to like the ones that are a little bit more funny and this one wasn't really funny. It was more just tenderhearted and sweet. And that tends to be sort of my wheelhouse. Agree? Yeah. And I don't know. Like something like Snowman's is a lot funnier. Well, obviously Snowman's is funnier. Snowman's is a, a 10 in funny. <laughs> Next one that we have, this now we're going to answer Sunday. This was Christmas at Holly Lodge featuring our other Bridges, Jordan Bridges. <laughs> and uh, so he's the son of Bo Bridges, which you didn't know that. And uh, he has been in three Hallmark movies. He's in two Love Comes Softly movies, which I like, you didn't like. And he's in Holiday Engagement, so this is his fourth. Yeah. And, and I yeah. must say, I do really enjoy Holiday Engagement. And the Love Comes Softly movies, if you don't know my feelings about <laughs> basically movies four through a billion, um, I, you just listen to our podcast. Yeah, just listen to the podcast, because it's pretty fun, because we definitely had different opinions on those ones. So, okay. So this one, Allison Sweeney... Uh, plays this owner of this lodge. They have all these people come. We've seen this many times in Hallmark movies, sort of this like regular people who all come. It's like this family environment kind of for Christmas. It honestly is basically the lodge from Let It Snow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And so all these people come and you have Jordan Bridges character who is uh, coming to evaluate the property. Again, we've seen this a lot of times. But I have to admit, I have not seen really, I don't know if, I think the only movie I've seen with Allison Sweeney is Love on the Air. I think that's the only one. And so I'm not super familiar with her. She's done a lot. But I was really impressed with her in this movie. I thought that she was very funny. I thought she played sort of the slapstick pranks kind of moments pretty well. And I was laughing. And I thought that she actually did the tenderhearted moments pretty well too. Like, uh there's a moment when she gets this deed and she's thinking about her parents and stuff. And I actually, I thought that was really sweet and she pulled it off uh, yeah. pretty well. Um, Allison Sweeney is a treasure. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you hate murder mystery movies. Yeah, uh, the murder she baked movies are so great. And um, in the first one, she finds her first dead body. She's just constantly finding dead bodies later. But the first dead body she finds is, I'm not going to spoil it for you because I'm going to make you watch it. But she, when she <laughs> finds that dead body, mm-hmm. she does like a super great job of being someone who is like compartmentalizing and doing what they need to do, but like upset under the surface. And then she goes into her car and just like, breaks down it's so sad and so believable and from that moment on i was like allison sweeney's the best 
Alison Sweeney for actress and everything. So I love her so much. And so she's really good at, you know, the deep dramatic moments, but she's also really good at like timing with her comedic lines. And then also she's pretty great at physical comedy. Yeah, she is. Like she was funny on that roof or, or when she was like switching those, uh, those pipes or just like sort of more silly moments. Oh like, my gosh. Banging on the funny. pipes was so funny. Yeah, funny. I was, I was dying. And when he yeah. said, uh, now you'll have money to fix those banging pipes. I was like, well, that was really easy to fix. Just stop doing it. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So what did you think of their chemistry together? Um, I thought it was really cute. Yeah. I really, I really liked them together. I thought they were very fun. Their relationship. I loved that they were both like, oh. We're in love immediately. <laughs> Neither of them said it. They were both. Yeah. Um, I really like. I just loved. I really liked it a lot. I, I liked little moments of his, like when he, because it could have been a super just stale character, but I thought that he brought something extra to it, like when he's like talking to the horse trying to get it. Like he's finally like, I have no idea what I'm doing here. <laughs> if he didn't he's know. like, whoa, and he gets him to stuff, and he's all proud of himself, and then he's like. <laughs> you keep going yeah and they just don't do anything it was yeah. really funny yeah it was funny and uh yeah I thought they did have pretty good chemistry and we've given the socks just because on the surface it's very generic and I promise you we gave it socks because I would have given it higher just on the strength of Allison Sweeney alone <laughs> um so also this had a really good supporting cast they did a good job I mean Cheryl Lee Ralph she was just I thought lovely yeah, she was so fun. Um, it was really, it was really, the whole thing was really great. Um, if you didn't tear up, I mean, so this movie had everything. It had, it had basically like a soldier reunion. It had Christmas magic. It had a love story okay. for supporting characters. It was, it was just checking all my boxes. <laughs> Well, when she says that thing, the speech where she ends with uh, that love moved on or eat cook or eat cookie dough. Yeah. I, that was, that was really good. That was the and tender moment. And I was like, why not both? <laughs> <laughs> I'm team both. Well, and we should explain the, the magic part of it because everybody who stays at this lodge has like good luck happens to them. There's the, everyone, there's one big miracle Christmas miracle that yeah. happens. Right. We had in here Crystal Lowe, who she is a delight on Twitter, I would say. She is, okay, she's a delight in Twitter, and then, of course, she's amazing on Sign Still Delivered. Yes. I love her so very much, um, but it, it does kind of freak me out, because in Sign Still Delivered, she wears glasses uh -huh. when she's not wearing glasses. It's like when you have, like, a best friend who always wears glasses, yeah. and then, like, one day they're wearing <laughs> contacts and you're like who even are you yeah. kind of a little bit like that um and then in the show her in the show her like love interest vince um toby levins he's also in the uh, murder she baked movies okay he was cute he kind of yeah. had a, i thought he was sort of a kind of reminded me a little bit of sort of andrew walker type just a little bit yeah well and you know he's um the guy in uh christmas homecoming who they didn't she didn't end up with, and they didn't give him a love oh, interest. Oh, the Craig guy that you were all upset yes, about? Craig! This okay, I would give this one also three and a half crowns. And, okay. like, Evergreen, they're basically the same to me in enjoyment levels. 
And that's why I have them right next to each other on my ranking. I have Evergreen at 19, and I have Christmas at Holly Lodge at 20, Mistletoe Inn at 21. Okay, yeah. And so I ended up giving this 4.1 crowns. Whoa! Yeah. I really liked it. Uh I mean, it was really fun. And I mean, did you even fathom Santa Claus showing up at the end? That had not occurred to me at all. (laughs) Yeah, we did get a real Santa in, basically a real Santa in Evergreen, too. We forgot to talk about that. Yeah, we got a real Santa in Christmas in Evergreen, but he was, like, not meddlesome enough for my (laughs) taste. Yeah. Last one. We're getting through these really quick today. This is exciting. So we have Magical Christmas Ornaments. And this one we do not have a preview for because it was sprung on us in the preview show. We had no idea. It wasn't on their schedule. And this stars Brendan Penny, who is amazing. And then Jessica Loundus. He, of course, is on Chesapeake Shores. He's in the Vineyard movies, Dash of Love, which is one of my favorites of the year. I loved it. And Tis the Season for Love, tons of fun stuff. So he's very, very, uh, very, very popular in Hallmark. Yes, and, he's, he's in the running for Hallmark King. Yes, and he carried this movie on his, on, on his, on his very attractive shoulders. Like, on his very manly, broad shoulders. <laughs> yes. Just like he was carrying that Christmas tree. Like, just his charisma and his charm, I thought, just went a long way in making this movie work. It's basically about this woman named Marie who has, her her Christmas spirit is kind of down because she had this hard breakup on Christmas Eve. And her mom starts sending her all of these Christmas ornaments and did like about this movie. This was better than I expected it to be. I, I had pretty low expectations. And I... I kind of liked that she wasn't like a total ice queen Grinch. Like her, most of her like anti-Christmas stuff was at about the Christmas tree. Like she was just sort of Christmas tree. But she's still like really early on in the film, like went to the children's hospital and was like serving and still like relatively pleasant. And I kind of liked that. She wasn't a Scrooge. She was just like, I can't be bothered with Christmas. Yeah. Kind of too much. I don't love it. So what? Her spurning the advances of Mr. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Me and one, I forget her name on Twitter. One of the girls, uh, one of our followers, like we were just like, what is wrong with this woman? Like, I just hate with this man. I don't even understand why she'd be like, uh, no, because what else you got going on in your life, Marie? She's Louise. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, gets, brings you your package. and He's like, managed to be there right when you're getting your mail. And then he brings her this Christmas tree, which is like a good, like at least 40, 50 bucks, like Christmas tree. And so, yeah, I, <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, come on, what is wrong with you? But Anyway, I also thought it was kind of funny how, like, how fast she jumps on the ornaments or magic train. Like, like, wow. I mean, there is no other explanation. Or ornaments or magic. If it's on my tree, it's going to come true. If it's not on my tree, it's not going to come true. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, like, this whole, like, revelation she has about pancakes, you know? And it was just, like, I don't know if I'd go there with a pancake ornament, like, immediately. Like, I don't feel like... I don't feel like anything that had happened was so amazing that it was like, this is magic, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. And she was like, 
the ornament was so magic. It yeah. made me say what I was planning on saying. Yeah. It was it was funny. It was funny. Um, my favorite part about this whole movie is that it was just honestly a two hour long commercial for Hallmark keepsake, keepsake ornaments. ornaments. And yeah. I was it worked. I looked into buying it and then the thing was forty bucks. <laughs> the angel and one. I was like, I don't even have my own tree. There's this whole thing about her work where she's she's in publishing, but she's been in nonfiction. Then they move her over to fiction, and then uh, they she like wants to get this book, uh, this children's book, this Christmas children's book thing. And there's this whole thing with the author, and I I was confused about the author at first. I was like, is is that the person she had the relationship to? But he's so much older. But like I don't know. It was just sort of weird their interactions, and then. Um, and like everybody in this movie is a quotable, quotable, quotable. <laughs> like they all have like these perfect quotes to match like every situation. And like uh, the impossible is just imagination, one imagination away. Or I like believes in this children's book like so much. And, uh, but then she's also been put on this, uh, uh, this assignment for this other book. And this movie had major podcasting sh- shade thrown. <laughs> oh, if there was anything this movie hated more than podcasters, they would have killed it, murdered it dead. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if our involvement will like improve their view. <laughs> People made this movie of, of, uh, of uh, podcasters, but yeah, they really didn't like podcasters. It was like, it was like... <laughs> Uh, this this uh, NYU guy that's a podcaster. <laughs> Ugh, podcaster, more like poopcaster. <laughs> yeah, they were very down on us. That was hilarious. And anyway, so it turns out this podcaster is writing this book. Ooh, guess who he is? Her guy. Her guy, the guy that dumped her. And not only that, but she's got assigned to his book. And what is the book about? It's, their relationship yeah it's all about her it's all about her so she's ticked and that guy was like such a tool like i don't know you would like these wrong guys but i thought he i didn't think he was interesting or fun i don't did you like him Nah, he was captain bland pain. <laughs> okay <laughs> i, I mean, never know this is these... gonna sound real bad but like when the wrong guy is usually blonde I'm sort of like, yeah, he's totally wrong, yeah. which is so rude and like hair colorist, but I personally uh, don't care about them. I'll yeah. be like, they're blonde. They'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, that must be it. Cause I can never tell which side characters you like and which ones you'll be like, eh. but, uh, but this one, well, this uh, is the thing. He wasn't even fun in his like wrongness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, he wasn't an interesting character by himself. He wasn't an interesting character with her. Yeah. And he like just made no sense. His like motivations were completely bonkers. Yeah. I just can't, I couldn't get him. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I, I didn't sound like, yes, it sounded like it was traumatic for her, but would it be the, really that good of reading? Like it didn't sound like it would be that good of a book like, of the little kids. I thought they were pretty cute. But our, the, oh my gosh, the, the girl, what was her name, Susie? I don't know. I can't remember her name, but she was just a cute girl to me. That's the name that you give a kid who's sick in the hospital, <laughs> right? She was so cute. And yeah, I feel like I had adorable. recently seen her in another one of these movies. Do you, did she look familiar to I you? I didn't look up her in my, 
my spreadsheet, my research. Um, she did look familiar though. So she must've been in some things, but yeah, she was very cute. I thought, and I, you know, it was just nice to have like those warmer moments because the Brendan Penny character is a nurse. And I, I just thought that that was nice. That worked. And also I, I'm a huge Christmas Carol fan. Like it's like my favorite, one of my favorite books. And so this movie had like major Christmas Carol love, like <laughs> the whole thing, which I really enjoyed. And the little girls like reading the Christmas Carol. To Breaking news. She was the little girl in Christmas in Angel Falls. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It was a big weekend for her. You it know? was. Good job. Way to go, Hattie Crackton. Way to go. I thought you were cute in Christmas in Angel Falls, too. Yes. She was so cute. I'm very proud of her. As far as, like, negatives, we both kind of talked about this, but I I do agree that I think that uh, they kind of styled her a little bit better. Um, She's beautiful, but I think um, kind of made her just look a little more natural, and that would have been nice. Uh, But but, uh, I don't know. It worked. She worked. Um, Yeah, and I... uh, I, I liked it mostly. I don't feel like I needed the subplot with her just being jealous of the nurse lady. I don't even <laughs> understand why she was like mean about the nurse lady because there was never a thing there. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like this movie though, aside from the little girl, really underutilized their background characters. <laughs> But yeah, see, the thing fair. is, you have to utilize your background characters because it's through the secondary characters that we come to care about the main characters, right? Yeah. But sometimes I can never tell which, because I thought that, like, for instance, I thought that the, the redhead girl in Finding Santa was so funny and you didn't seem to like her very much or be very charmed by her. No. So sometimes it can be a little random. <laughs> I didn't really care about her that much. Yeah, I would have thought you would have loved her. I think I even put it in the Twitter, like, Amber will love this girl. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> so, you know. It's no. interesting. I don't know. And so, and like, so I felt like they didn't really take care of them because they just didn't, they just didn't feel like they needed them, the background characters. Yeah, like, there like was Tim just, Matheson's character, what was his point? Why did you get someone as cool as Tim Matheson and have him be a glorified extra who just carries around a book? Yeah, and just has these quotables. Like his, I mean, I ended up giving this three crowns. It was fine, oh. I thought, but I didn't, I don't know. It was just average to me. It was fine. It's so funny because based on how we were talking, <laughs> you are going to give it way fewer crowns than me. Well, <laughs> and then I have given it 3.3 crowns. Oh, there you go. So what? <laughs> you think I was talking really negative about it? I don't know. It just felt like, no, it felt like I was and you were oh. on it. And now I actually gave it more crowns than you. <laughs> there you go. At... 41 in my ranking, which seems low, but I don't know. It's just where it ended up for now. We'll see. Um, but I have it underneath The Perfect Bride at 40 and just ahead of Christmas Festival of Ice at 42. Cool. So there you go. That's kind of- So the rankings for the week, I have uh, Christmas in Angel Falls at one. And then I have Evergreen, Christmas at Evergreen at, nine, at two. Christmas at Holly Lodge at three, but those were basically tied. And then I have 
uh, magical Christmas ornaments at four. All right, yeah, and so I, for this week, um, have Christmas at Holly Lodge in number one, and then Christmas in Angel Falls at number two. Magical Christmas ornaments sneaking in just past Christmas in Evergreen at number three, and then of really? course, Christmas in Evergreen is uh, the last place. What did you give Christmas in Evergreen? 3.25. Oh, so just barely. It's They're just basically tied for you. Barely. They're basically tied for me. I just, uh, I don't know. Didn't Interesting. I, don't and I should say, this weekend we have the Christmas Cottage, which I actually, I'm warming up to. Like, the, the description sounded pretty bland, but I, I think it looks kind of cute. I liked the preview. I think it looks kind of cute. I really like the guy in it. He was mm-hmm. from the... I don't know, a Vincent Van Gogh of painting, whatever oh, that yeah. was called. The Art of Us. The Art of Us. He yeah. was. He was in The Art of Us. And I really enjoyed him in that. So I'm uh, looking forward to seeing what he does in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then there's Christmas Encore, which uh, is pretty exciting. you got Maggie Lawson and Brendan, uh, Brendan Elliott. Yeah, are... and all the, the Brennies. I don't know what their <laughs> name is, but yeah. the Brendan Elliott fanatics. <laughs> will come out of the woodwork. So it should be a pretty exciting day on Twitter. Yeah, it will. It will. And but I think they'll have good chemistry and it's got definite Christmas Carol vibes, which I'm always a fan of. Kingsbury's Maggie's Christmas Miracle. And that does have a good cast. Jill Wagner, Luke McFarlane, who I both really like. I liked Harvest Wedding. I liked The Birthday Wish, which Luke is in. And so I hope that'll be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I should get the book and read it. Uh, give Miss Karen Kingsbury a shot. But I mean, I, I don't know how much I trust Karen Kingsbury because she did The Bridge. <laughs> Parts and the one bridge, and two. Yeah, I was going to say part one and two. I actually haven't seen The Bridge. Is that good? It's not an Amber <laughs> thing. Not an Amber thing. Okay. All right. So, okay. So then they also have Sharing Christmas, which they should never have changed from... The Christmas shop. No, it ah. is the Christmas shop. No, I think it's sharing Christmas. This is the thing. This is the problem, you guys. <laughs> okay. I'm Hallmark. pretty sure the preview said sharing Christmas. I can't, I don't know, because uh it was it's been changed so many times. Well and and but this is the one I saw being filmed. Yeah. So well, and in I'm the pretty- summary, it said that it was about like that the man was the one that owned the Christmas shop. And that the woman was coming in, kind of like your uh, appetite for love or something like that. But, but clearly from the trailer, that's been switched. And now she's the one that owns the Christmas shop. And he's coming in to shut it down. It was filmed in Utah. And I know I saw it. And when that scene happens, you guys, expect so many exclamation points yeah. on the Twitter feed. Well, and they're really pumping this, like, this, I think it's a saxophonist or something like that that's going to be in it. And there might be some, like, real music, not like a song for Christmas where they have, like, two minutes of singing in the whole movie. And (laughs) I hope they have some, like, real, like, if they're going to put him in the preview, I want to hear some saxophone or whatever it is that he does. I want to hear it, and I want to hear... I I don't want to just be, like, two minutes tagged on to the very end. That. Do you want some saxophone like this? <laughs> that sounds like a trumpet, not a saxophone. Well, if I was a bass, it would sound exactly like a saxophone. No, in the comments section or on Twitter or whatever, 
what you thought of these four films and how you would rank them and how many crowns you would give them, all that fun stuff. We'd love to hear. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Hallmarkies Pod and Twitter. We do try to live tweet all of the movies if we can. And uh, we are also, we're on Facebook. We're just everywhere. It's pretty exciting. All right. Yeah. And you guys, I really want to answer some questions next week. So uh, ask us anything in the comments yeah. on YouTube or in, uh, I guess that's where I want you to ask me questions. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So ask me questions in the comment section on YouTube and we will answer them next week. Yeah. All okay. right. And on any of our social media, just, just put it in there. We're on, we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're just everywhere. It's very exciting. And make sure that you listen to our interview with Paul Campbell. Uh, that was pretty fun, right? It was amazing. Um, <laughs> you guys may think that I'm a better person now because I did that podcast. And you'd be right. <laughs> it made me a better person. And I think it was a pretty entertaining, informative interview. It was really fun. I learned a lot and I enjoyed talking to him. It was good. And you did very good. I was, I didn't cry at all. <laughs> I mean, it was like a little close when you first dialed in, but yeah. I, I, I buried it out deep. <laughs> <laughs> did your, did your cousin hear her, her shout out? Yeah. And the she, Liberty? she was like, oh, oh my goodness. I can't believe that happened. And I was like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, that was really fun. Also, make sure you check out our emergency podcast of Snowmance because that was awesome. And also check out Snowmance. It comes on Ion on Saturday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. <laughs> so if you're not in Mountain Time, I don't know what to tell you. So if you did you watch it? Because there were 10 total, including the Hallmark, 10 movies this weekend. Did you were any of the others of the 10 stand out to you? Um, I watched or... them all. I think it was exhausting. <laughs> it really um, was exhausting. <laughs> but the one that I, it wasn't great, but it was fun because I always like when they do this. Was the spruces and pines on yeah, I like that one too. Um, and I'd say that three quarters of that movie were pretty fun, but the first half hour of it was kind of a labor. Eh, it was fine. I enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. Um. Like all Romeo and Juliet stories, it's not fun until they know that they're not supposed to be in love. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. That would have been one of my top ones of the weekend. And then I also like Tiniest Christmas or Tiny Christmas or whatever. Oh, Uh, you know what? I didn't see that one. I thought it was really funny. And I think the kids are really going to get a kick out of it. Uh, it, I, I think I might do it on my other channel for family movie night this Sunday because I really thought it was funny. I thought the two lead kids... It kind of had a little bit of, obviously, Hannah Sharp the Kid vibe, but also it reminded me a little bit of, like, Big Fat Liar, which I think is really funny. Uh, just They just had that kind of vibe. The one girl kind of reminded me of Amanda Bynes a little bit. Oh, and That is the highest honor you can <laughs> give any child actress. Oh, okay. Uh, but she was just, she was funny, I thought. And I don't know, I just enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really fun little movie that I think the families will really enjoy watching together. So I'd recommend that one. Cool. Out of the other ones. So that was on Nickelodeon if you're looking for it. So. All righty. So that's it. So where can people find you? Um, as always, people can find me. I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Yeah. So you can find me at Smiling LDS Girl on social media and you can find me at my YouTube channel and uh, iTunes at Rachel's Reviews. So check that out. 
Perfect. So we will see you all next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.